Welcome to the Casa de Confidence podcast, a podcast for women about going in the direction of their dreams and the confidence it takes to reach them. I'm your host, Julie DeLuca Collins. I am a dreamer, a traveler, visionary, risk taker. I am a lover of books, activist, philanthropist, and most of all, a supporter of women in their dreams. If you've stumbled into our casa for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, I'm so glad you're back. Grab your drink of choice, settle in, and make yourself at home. Welcome back to Casa de Confidence with me, Dan Collins, and your host, Julie DeLuca Collins. Your wife. My wife. Your Valentine. My Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, honey. Happy Valentine's Day, Daniel Collins. Have you had a good Valentine's Day so far? Uh, We had breakfast together. That was lovely. And we had a date yesterday. We had a great date yesterday. It was very nice. Oh, my goodness. If you're in Connecticut and you haven't been to the Millwright, please... Go to the Millwright. Go That's to great. the Millwright. So, Chef we... Anderson is hmm, my favorite chef, I think. Really? That's, I think so. That comes from a lot of praise. Considering You're I've been a... to very good restaurants in New York City and around the world. Well, Not to course. sound obnoxious, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> but you have sounded obnoxious? No, I have been to restaurants. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why do you make me sound narcissistic and obnoxious? Wow. That's so funny. What kind of producer are you? You're supposed oh, to make me sound good. Oh my gosh. We have such a good show today. Such a good show. You know why it's good? Because it's a double date. Because I'm in it too. Yay. You're in it for the whole show. So we have our guests today, Jennifer and Courtney James, talking mm-hmm. about mindful storytelling. And, and a little bit about themselves. And their marriage. And sex. And their marriage. It, yeah, they yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess yeah. talked about a little bit. We, we talked about sex as so, married couples. So We're getting a little Julie, risque. People. Julie and I have a conversation with Jennifer and Courtney. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Jennifer and I have collaborated in several different projects, and we mm-hmm. have very similar backgrounds. She worked for a Fortune 500 company and uh, has a mindfulness practice and mm-hmm. incorporates mindfulness into how she helps uh business owners and her coaching cool mm-hmm. i have something for you is it a trip to paris it is not a trip to paris i'm handing julie a valentine's okay. day card right and it now. says julie anna do you have a hmm. card for me i have a card for oh you. i got a card too yay this is a big card oh we're gonna oh. should we open it up on the air i'm opening it up i don't care oh, if you okay. want to open it. i'm gonna open it up right now oh <laughs> Why are you laughing into craziness? Mm. Oh, look at this. I got doggies on my thing. It says, I love you always, Julie. Dear Dan, happy Valentine's Day to my sweet couch potato. But? Do you want to read the card I gave you? It's in Espanol. Ah, I see. Okay, I will read it if you must. Mm-hmm. I read all of it. You want me to read? Sure. Oh my God! I'm only going to read a part of it because people may not want to be like having read the card. Spanish. I All will... of it. Okay. Yeah. Read the card. 
con todo mi amor a mi esposa. <laughs> todo lo que yo quiero, everything that I want, es exactamente lo que tú eres. It's exactly who you are. Una mujer llena de bondad, a woman full of goodness. Mm -hmm. Oh, Daniel. Emprendedora, amorosa. I don't know what emprendedora is, but loving. <laughs> I'll give, once you're done reading the card, I'll give you a little hint. Just read the rest in Spanish. Una mujer que es bella de mil maneras. Eres la compañera fiel en quien yo dependo. Y la mujer hermosa que tanto amo. Y llamarte mi esposa me hace sentir el hombre más orgulloso y afortunado que pueda existir. Feliz día de San Valentín. <laughs> the card says it all. My faithful companion. The gorgeous woman. Oh, Daniel. You're going to make me cry. Turn the card over. I love the back. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's how I knew what it said. That's how you knew what you said. Okay, well, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. It says, oh, God, I need glasses for this, for the love. Um, Hold on. I need glasses. Because apparently, when you read the back of someone's card, you need glasses. Because I read the translation really tiny. Oh, look. It says, Dan, this is beautiful. Everything I want is exactly what you are. Oh, see, I was pretty good. Mm -hmm. A woman filled with kindness who works hard and loves harder. A woman who is beautiful in a million ways. You are a faithful companion. It depend I depend on the gorgeous woman I love. And to call you my wife makes me feel as proud and lucky as the man can be. Happy Valentine's Day. Hmm. Yay. Thank you, Daniel. I love you. Thank I you. I love you, too. What's up? Beautiful card. And as always, I'm going to treasure Did it. Did you check the paper I put in it? You put a paper in it. Oh, boy. It's not a trip away, but it's a <gasps> stay K for us. Really? Well, no, it's we're just going there. Oh Read my it. god, I'm gonna cry. Why? Wait, is this for real? What? This is really my gift? That's your gift. Oh, Daniel. You're getting me you're looking at me like that and it makes me think like you opened the wrong thing or something. <laughs> Okay, you want to know what Dan got me for Valentine's Day, people? Kind of got it for us. Oh, well, he got me a day at the summer spa, and it's a couple's retreat. Enjoy the comfort of each other in our cozy couple's room. One hour couple's massage, a paraffin hand treatment, classic spa pedicure, chocolate-covered strawberries, and champagne. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Dan. <laughs> You shouldn't have. No, it's too bad we couldn't have done that today. Oh. But now we have uh, My love. a date in our future. We can do it on our anniversary. Oh, perfect. That was the last time we went to Summer Spa together. Yes. Oh, my God. Can we get the Summer Spa in Millwright to sponsor the podcast, considering we talk about them? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to reach out. All right. Well, thank you, honey. This is so generous and lovely, and you know me well. I love you. I love you too. Can I All tell right. you what I These got you? These people had Wait, enough about Can I tell gushiness. you what I got? What I got you? What What'd you get me? I got a couple's massage for you for your Valentine's Day. You did? <laughs> yeah. Where? Right here. Oh, oh, right there. Yeah. 
<laughs> Since oh you got this God. for me, I got the one for you. How oh smart God. am I? You That's shopped amazing. for the both of us. I Thank you. Both of us. She uh, says, "Did you did you get a gift yet for your Valentine's Day?" I'm like, "No, I haven't. Is that okay? You know, I'm always a last minute gift procurer or." Gift, gift getter gift getter gift, gift getter. procurer <laughs> yeah. you're a last so, minute shopper dan um but i like to think i'm a good gift giver you are a but good it's always gift last giver. minute but she and... kind of tricked me because <clears throat> she wanted to make sure i got her something but it, she said she already got mine but where, where's mine you didn't get that for the both of us of course i did Perfect. Oh, I then got a beautiful card. It's, got a card. card. it's a beautiful card. It is a beautiful card. And I got a, <clears throat> I got a card for the doggies too. Yeah, I got you some chocolate. How's that? That's you, all where. <laughs> How about I make a little scavenger hunt for you? To oh get my chocolate. gosh! Can you make that lemon cake? Sure, I'll make the lemon cake. Well, we can do that together. We can anyway, do that together. People are, uh, you know, people are going to grow bored of this whole. You are correct. Thing. Listen, thank you for being our Valentines and for listening. And if you. Let me tell you something. I'm not sure if anybody caught me on the news on Monday, but one of the things that I talked about is how to be confident in love. And the first and foremost person that must love you is not somebody else. It's got to be you. And if anything you get out of this is you may be in a relationship that it's ideal or you may be in a relationship that is not ideal, but ultimately be your own Valentine. Mm. Because when you love yourself, you can go confidently in the direction of your dreams. <laughs> this interview is a little longer than most, so we're going to get right to it. Now, uh, Jennifer and Courtney, our conversation was great. We had a lot of fun. Um, I think we made some new friends, and uh, I hope you get a lot out of it. We talk about relationships. We talk about what it's like to work together and what it's like to fight together and um, and you know, just be a married couple and all the things that come with it. And we get advice from each other. So that's right. Cause we're not perfect. Well, one of us might be close. I know Dan, but I can't really be perfect all the time. You just can't call yourself perfect. Right. Without further ado, Jennifer and Courtney James. Welcome to the Casa the Confidence, Courtney and Jen. I am thrilled to have both of you. And this is a first for Casa the Confidence, a husband and wife with a husband and wife, because we've only had a husband and wife that talked to me alone, but I figure that this party may be more exciting if we're all together. So thanks for joining. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Uh, well, and and before we jump down into really diving into this fun conversation between us, why don't you take a minute to introduce yourself? Cool. Um, so I'm Jen. I'm Courtney. Yeah. We've been married for, what is it, almost 14 years? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, 14 years uh, this coming January. That's right. And so. uh, we've been, we, we got married and we started our business together and the same, pretty much the same day, like close to the same day. Oh um, and we, uh, we actually met each other and uh, got married within three months of meeting each other. Yeah, we met each other on a dance floor. Uh, we kind of, we, we 
came to the club uh, with mutual friends, okay. but we didn't know each other. But that's right. Uh, but it was spent, like, yeah, it was electricity. Seventy-two hours. I proposed to her under a tree in a park uh, in the middle of Toronto, and I uh, was it. Here that we are. It is. Here you are. Well, I am excited that we're getting an opportunity to speak because, well, we want to learn from you. We are new, not newlyweds. But uh, we are new to working together, and new I know at that business new at business together. Oh, I hear you. I, I I guess that's a that's a fun adventure. It's it's awesome and challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It all it depends on I guess. Are you coming together to do something new? Uh, was the one person already doing it? Uh, that can always uh, you know be. <laughs> You know, challenging if, uh, you know, you look at it a little differently, but it can also be exciting. So mm-hmm. it yeah, was so, kind of a bit of our situation, I would think, at the beginning. Uh, so how, absolutely. who had the business and how did you integrate? And then I'll, we'll talk about us. Okay. Okay. Well, you, I, I, I would say I got pulled along for an awesome ride. Mm. So I, I remember the night that I met my husband, Courtney, um the one the thing that actually drew me to him was his story mm. and his passion for what he did he's in film and television and okay. that's actually the business that we started which is a production company and he was on a journey already really deep knee deep into the journey of starting uh what became our first project together this documentary film called the global groove network yeah it was uh, a documentary a music documentary on how uh, music shapes your identity and how we all have a soundtrack to our lives. Uh, but I so believe <laughs> that. Yeah, well, look, yeah, look at Dan definitely. laughing because he knows I, I truly I happen believe to be, that. Uh, really passionate about uh, electronic music, the rave culture back in the '90s here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. That where I met a lot of incredible people, and it really kind of impacted me. So I told that story of music through that lens. So mm. we got to really get to know. Uh, that particular culture, uh, we we kind of uh, went a little deeper into the kind of psychology of uh, the tribal sensibilities of mm-hmm. rhythm and beat and kind of what drives dance music, which is not necessarily kind of the lyrical messages that music usually provides. It's right. all about kind of these uh, melodies that they create and they take their uh, listener or participant, the dancer on this kind of journey, uh, you know, being on a dance floor and kind of connecting to people through rhythm and beats. And you really feel this kind of emotional roller coaster. And uh, yeah, there was, uh, we, we, we touched on a lot of things, but that's just and kind of the essence. Of, when I, when you know, I met him, things. he, he shared this passion and this, purpose that he had for mm-hmm. his belief in what he wanted to do. And I wanted to be part of that. I didn't have a purpose at the time. I didn't feel like I did. And I connected with his, um, like the intense passion that he had. And I knew nothing about film and television, like <laughs> zilch. Okay. But she adapted quite, but quite well. My because, background was uh, all marketing and branding and corporate world and, and organization which an makes organization. for a great producer so, so i find there's a lot of parallels don't you dan from from maybe a little bit of our journey because i think that i have a 
I, I think I've always known that I have a purpose and a passion and I'm very uh, deeply connected to uh, going out and living that. And But there's core competencies that I need him for. Nice. <laughs> and he's like, calling me the techie? <laughs> so, I'm techie, calling you the 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 the, no, the support system. No. So yeah, uh, absolutely. So have you always known your passion and your purpose, Julie? So I I I do believe that I've have a purpose that has been to touch the lives of people, no matter what industry, whether it be education, and that's where I first started, and then I moved along to um, to the business world. But I, I knew that in the business world, I still needed to do something that was um, uh, touching the lives of people, helping them and, and supporting them. And, and I worked in the educational part of education. So I still felt like I was making a difference. And as I continued to do that, and I started to pivot into this, I started to pivot because now um, I went from a very broad helping, educating to smaller niche to now like really just working with women and supporting them and helping them, giving them the tools that I myself have found to be helpful in my journey. And and I think that that's, that's very important as far as, you know, did I see myself doing this 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Probably not. Uh, but I, I love the evolution. And I'm, I, I, Dan would say that I like to be distracted. <laughs> and I get, <laughs> and I get like excited about new things and try to pursue those as they come along. Oh, I, I, I think I know somebody like that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that. So it's, it's interesting. And so, um, how do you guys work together? Well, the first step was for Julie. I mean, the big difference between, um, the way she worked before and now is now this, she's more into the entrepreneurial side because she's not working for a company. You know, she's working for herself. I am the company. She is the company. So yeah. I'm here. I'm here in a support role. So I, I still work. I work for an aerospace company. So I, I still work in a, a job job. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I, we have kind of our, you know, our own production stuff. But yeah, I'm still working on other TV shows and feature films and things like that. Oh. Uh, like, basically, I, I always like to be kind of on the on the front lines, so to speak. So mm -hmm. I, I uh, a director's perspective, uh, getting to see how things are done, especially, you know, when there's a lot of money involved, like I'm working, uh, tomorrow on a Woody Harrelson, Kevin Hart movie called man from Toronto Ooh, from fun! Toronto right now. So, you know, it'll be great to go down. You work there for a few days. You get to see like, this is like a, you know, a hundred million dollar film. So they do things a little differently than the little indie films that, you know, we create, right. but it's, it's fascinating to see oh, the difference, sure. but also interesting to see and understand what you can do with a smaller group and still achieve what, uh, what they do in these kind of bigger scenarios. There's always limitations, but of yeah, no, oh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's great to kind of learn and, and still have your foot, you know, in that, world so yeah i get the i guess the whole point of what i was saying was just the two i, I the love two what jobs and kind of merging yeah for for me for me i'm dipping my toes in a little at a time but she's you know 
head I'm the, first. I'm the innovator and in. I'm the one I'm like, oh, we need to do this. And then he's <laughs> the one that comes in and is like, okay, this is how we'll do it. And then I'll say, oh, I don't like <laughs> it. Sounds familiar. But yeah, she's, yeah, she's like, no, that's not how we're going to do it right. exactly. We re- I resist. <laughs> so do you find that one of good. you resist more than another or another one is, is sort of like the big idea and the other one and the other person is the sort of put the pieces of the puzzle together? I feel like it's, it, uh, we've, we've shifted some, we kind of go back and forth, like in the mm-hmm. earlier part of our, our lives, I would say you were definitely the, the innovator, the, you're, well, you're always an innovator and a creator. So always in film and television. And I was probably a little bit more the resistor because I had always been in this, in the box world mm. of corporate world. And I feel like Courtney actually taught me so much and drew me out of my in the box um, life mm-hmm. and kind of brought me out of my shell a little bit because I was like, I, I was, I grew up in a world where I, it was very much, both my parents were very corporate, very, you know, uh, that kind of life and those expectations. And so when we met and he brought me into this world of what it was like to own your own business, be an entrepreneur, be on your own, like, I was thrust into all of that and it was sort of a bit mystifying, exciting and new, mm-hmm. but we grew and built it together and yeah. went through all of those experiences together Definitely, and um, like did it absolutely hundred percent yeah. going full in and, and we learned, went into like crazy yeah, we, six figure debt and learned and all those lessons together. And- Oh man. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But I think what that did is it gave me more of a mindset now. You fast forward 14 years, 14 years yeah. where now I'm was ready to be the risk taker, mm-hmm. the uh the one that's pushing the needle, pushing the boundaries. Yeah. I'm now uh the one that's actually we've been great. building a program, a new program, a new um evolution on our business. And I've been really taking a lot of the the lead on that. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I'm supporting her. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've kind of shifted a little bit, but it's so that's kind of fun. I find that fun. Yeah. Different. I, yeah. I, I love that. I think that in, in this uh, partnership, marriage, uh, entrepreneurship together, there's, there's certain times in which one person takes the lead and then the other person has to learn to say, okay, go for it and then i'll see where this is going right oh yeah that's the only way it'll work yeah yeah Yeah. i I mean strong no go ahead sorry i think the biggest step for us was not being afraid of being a little sloppy you know yeah the perfectionist thing is it can really stop you from progressing and moving forward you're you're laughing at that it's it's funny (laughs) for me just an example it's just a small example is i do the production i do the the editing on the podcast and i'm the the first bit of time i was like obsessing over the sound obsessing over that and then it's not until i loosened up it started sounding better <laughs> it, yeah no you definitely gotta be Great afraid example. to be flo- yeah. you, you can't be afraid to be a little flawed or you, you're just gonna yeah. drag yourself down into the muck i love that and it's- trust the process you know and you're getting probably better at putting these together so it's just you know it starts to become just easier if you just let yourself relax and just do it, you mm-hmm. know? So, you it know. it oh. becomes a smaller part of it, you know? 
get and it really is a craft time. too because i think that um when i look back and i always said oh i'm gonna do a podcast but i never knew about what and when and how and when it got down to doing it i actually had the conversation with someone earlier today when they asked uh, oh you know how did you start this podcast and i said well i my husband gave me podcasting equipment and I think he thought that we were going to launch this like months later. And then when I said, we're going to do this like in two weeks, he was like, what? Because I was like, let's get it out and Mm -hmm. let's jump both feet in. And and, um, one of the things that I realized is that I appreciate the attention to detail that he has in some cases. And it's an art because if it it were up to me, I probably would have like, you know, Recorded on my phone, slapped it up, however, and called it a day. Which is fine. Which is fine, right? And and I think that, you know, there is a process of growth. But for him, he knew that this was also going to be my baby, my brand. And he cared enough to bring his attention to detail into into the part of it. I love that. And yeah. you know what? I, I You know, you're saying that and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly like... Courtney does that for me all the time. Like I, I, I sometimes just don't catch myself and I just like, I'm like ready to just like put things out there. And I'm like, very rushed in my rush to be, cause I I used to call myself a productivity junkie Mm -hmm. and I was just like, do, 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 do. Right. And he's always catching me. He's like, "Eh, maybe just don't do that one. You know, like (laughs) that one could use a little tweak, a little finesse, a little, you know. It's okay to slow down. Especially (laughs) we're in such a hyper world of content and stuff. The best way to kind of stand out is to, you know, step back a little bit because yeah, most people aren't doing that. So yeah. Jen, do you yeah, think the productivity junkie in you comes from that corporate world and from, you know, that ability or that that need to produce in order to stay relevant and competent in the business world? Yeah, I think it comes from it's not just the corporate world, but it's also like I grew up um, in an environment where it was at least I perceived that it was um not just about the quality of work, but the volume. Mm-hmm. And that's how you were measured. Gotcha. And so more <clears throat> is better. Yeah, And no. more means that you're, you know, the more you deliver in the shorter amount of time means, and of course, quality factors into that just means that you're doing well. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And the validation of that was like, and it was always like a race to the finish line. Yep. Um, and so... I just, you know, I, I kind of until like, until we met and I start, I had to like reframe my mindset around that expectation. But I, even into the early years of our marriage, I was constantly like that list, list maker, that kind of, it almost like a taskmaster of myself. Yeah. And it was, it was very satisfying for me to be like, that's good. For something, it's not a terrible thing to, you know, do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dan will be. tell you that I am a definitely a list maker, and I always have like some sort of project in the back of my mind, uh, to his dismay, of course, for <laughs> yeah. both personal and professional. So, well, and there's like, like I think there's a fine balance between there's a um, 
um, like, and I caught, you know, you know that I'm very much about mindful practicing and it's very counter mindfulness to be um, an outcome driven kind of goal setting, overachieving, right? Striving, all those words that we use. Mm -hmm. However, there, it doesn't mean that there's not, not about future outcome and, you know, being aspirational and, um, and being able to do that in a mindful way and being uh, very driven to um, want to succeed. And so I think it's like finding that balance. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I needed. And what I learned in our relationship over the years was really being able to cultivate that. Um, Courtney, one of the things that Jennifer um, alluded to is that mindfulness practice. And yes. her and I have obviously shared a lot of conversations. Oh, sorry, I just banged the microphone. The producer's not going to like that. But I, I, we've shared a little bit about that. So now, um, where do you fit in in this whole mindfulness? And 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 I think I have an idea, but obviously I'm not going to make assumptions. Tell me a little bit about your journey or or view on the mindfulness practices that Jen espouses. Uh, well, it was all kind of new to me, like this whole kind of community this whole methodology behind mindfulness. Uh, And I've just been slowly kind of exposed to it over the last like couple of years. Um, And I've always seen myself, you know, as that type of thinker in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways. So I, it's weird. Like I was just, I, I, that's how I thought. So I didn't really know there was a, kind of a word and, uh, you know, a whole kind of thing to describe the way I kind of was living my life in a lot of ways. So uh, I think it just goes really hand in hand with kind of the creative world and how we have to kind of, you know, produce content. So yeah, it's been, it's been great to, you know, be a part of it and part of this whole evolution even just watching Jen kind of go through all the teaching and the training and just kind of the spirituality of it all uh I see a change uh as kind of the audience member so to speak um so yeah Mm -hmm. it's been great I, I I can't complain that's terrific. Um, Dan, do you feel th- similarly that Uh-oh. some of your processes have been um, sort of in a mindful way or, or that you've, you, you adopt some of these mindfulness practices even before I started with them? Well, it's kind of, kind of thing you, you hit on. I consider the way I thought before instinctual mindfulness. Yeah. Right. Without mm-hmm. knowing, without knowing what it was all about, you know, when you talk about it and, and actually you become more mindful when you learn <laughs> about the mindfulness, you ident you identify it and you're like, oh yeah, this is what I do. Not fully, but a lot of it, I mean, I'm, I'm very, uh, try to, I try to be present, you know, into what I'm doing and, and deliberate, especially when I'm learning something, you know, but that's. That's just my personality. Definitely. I like that. He, yeah. he definitely has that uh, that portion in his life that he brings to 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 my creative process that he really is uh, like, I, I need to have certain things in place, right, to create. Mindf- or- mindfulness has helped her to 
reel in the the ooh shiny kind of distractive yeah. uh, mind that she has because she's a very <laughs> she, she's a very creative mind, but she can get scattered. She, she'll get onto ten ideas at once. A lot of, a lot of creative people have mm. uh, ADD. Glitter, I call it glittery ball glittery syndrome. Glittery ball. Yeah. <laughs> she calls it just, shiny. It's not <laughs> natural. It's natural know, for sure. So many ideas, hmm. uh, you know, popping around in your head. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's that's what's great with, you know, this kind of practice. It, it definitely mm-hmm. helps you streamline uh, your thought process and uh, think things through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, yeah, you, you accomplish more. And we've had to like... And I would say that's, yeah, I would say it's very common and creative, like, yeah, because of the 100%. the level of ideation and like, mm-hmm. we, yeah, I mean, we even find we have to kind of drill down and focus on yeah. sometimes brainstorming so many, so many good ideas going on far. You got to kind of, you know, yeah. let the sun come up and, <laughs> and move forward. Yeah. So. And mindfulness definitely helps with that for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, I want to go back a little bit to the documentary and the documentary that you which collaborated. Is, which I want to see. Really yeah, we, yeah, now. we want to see now. now explained we, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. We can yeah. send you the link. We, we yeah, love documentaries. It's like our, at least my thing, and he comes along for the ride. but uh, Or I come along for the ride, too. But um, it depends on what we're watching. What well, about music? No, music we can we, we, we concur in. I've come along your way. You've come along my way. So That's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's yeah, we'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll totally send you. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you the link. Yeah. yeah, so we, we're music junkies. We, we like to have music always in our house. And if you look at, if anybody was to look at my, um, not only playlist, but my collection of music, they... I don't know what they would make of it, obviously, because there's such a wide array of everything, and it's not just one genre. Um, I I love it all. I, I feel you. I, mm-hmm. I we happen to focus on this one genre genre right. based on uh, certain experiences, but uh, yeah, I've I love all types of music. Oh I, yeah, uh, but I think like the general theme mm-hmm. of the movie you don't necessarily have to be into electronic music to kind of yep. mm-hmm. get what's going on and and to get to yeah, see to... the world get to see kind of another side of you know maybe uh, you know music that you're not familiar with and kind of how this community and culture operates to Definitely. a certain extent mm-hmm. so. but it's amazing all the different culture and community that builds up around a certain type of music oh big and Think yeah. about all the types of music. There are communities out there for all of all of that. Oh, yeah, everything. That was one of the reasons why we wanted to showcase this culture mm-hmm. and talk about it uh, um, a little bit was the fact that it was so globally connected. Right. Yeah. Oh, very good. But from an underground yeah. standpoint. From was, underground. Yeah, yeah it was it's like kind of an underbelly. Where, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's more word of mouth mm-hmm. type culture, you know? That's awesome. So, yeah. So let me ask, um, when it comes to working with your spouse, and this is something that we, we found in uh, getting a little deeper here, because I know the listeners, probably this is something that they question. I'm scared. Um, 
You should be. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, <laughs> how do you how do you navigate conflict? Because obviously, and I mean, if maybe you guys do it better than we do, because I think that for us, especially in the very beginning of setting I'm up for weapons, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> you, you, you made it sound bad. It's not bad. I, I, I just think that <laughs> you know when we talk about purpose. I, I I believe that once you're a purposeful person, you tend to also be very connected to what your passions are. And well, I also like to be right. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? So it must we, be difficult for you being married to me, then. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so, I can get yeah. away with those. That's part yeah. of a good. That's I know. I like that. It's like very <laughs> subtle. Uh, but how do you navigate when when someone maybe is very committed or or entrenched with an idea and then maybe there's conflict and how do you how do you do you separate that from the business side into the marriage side? So do you want to I would, I'd be curious to hear your answer, but my I, yeah, it's interesting. I usually just do it and just pay the price after. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's true that he does do that. He definitely does. Um, so. but the answer, the, I would say the answer to solving that when you do that. And then we have like, if we have an argument, Sex. there's that perfect. There's also, um, communication. Yeah. Cause, and yeah, I just, I literally just, I, I literally yeah. just posted this because I think one of the biggest pieces to our relationship since the beginning has been communication mm. and sex let's and, not be but sex is part on. of communication yeah absolutely I, communication. I we believe in that one for sure it's, it's hard to argue when you're naked exactly 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 mm-hmm. and can. then try to have a conversation yeah. that's right yes. there's a lot of laughing actually but... <laughs> <laughs> dan tells the story uh and and, and i'm going to share it which of course you know he may be not thrilled but okay so when he he we're both products of a second marriage. Uh, but when he married his first wife, the priest that, um, I guess, gave him advice said, well, I don't want to say it wrong. What? He said, just get naked if you're having a fight. Yeah, but it, that's exactly what I just said. If you're, if you're, if, if you find yourselves having an argument, he was being very serious about it. He was talking to both of us, being very serious. If you, uh, the best advice I could give you is, if you're both having a serious argument, just get naked, and I guarantee you'll be laughing in five minutes. So, it's pretty I much. Agree. Well, um, I don't know. I don't want her laughing at me. <laughs> that That's true. That might but backfire. Backfire. Uh, I but, want. Clapping, I want right, right. Uh, <laughs> naked Courtney. Yes, perfect. I think that that's such a such a good thing. I worked for a married couple that were total opposites, and I worked with them for a very long time. They were mentors in my career, and many people asked them what was the answer to working together, building an empire, because they really built a, a multi million dollar company together. And what was you know what was their secret? And they would say, well, our offices are in total opposite sides of the building. <laughs> and and it was interesting. And at one point toward the end of my tenure with the organization, I reported to both of them. And it was oh, wow. probably one of the most challenging things to do because if and, – and there were two different roles that I had. But if he told me to do it one way, you could be sure that she was telling me to do it another way. And, yeah, and that was yeah. – That's uh, hard. I mean – I would say in many in many respects we are different, extremely different. Oh my god, yeah. And like we have very different brains. We 
our brains operate in very different ways. Um, But I think that's why our company works well, because um, while I'm definitely more like business management, definitely producer, when we think (laughs) about like production company, um, like it, I think that works well. And he's definitely more creative, a little bit more spontaneous mm-hmm. <laughs> last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I get things done. I get them done. It's but true. To your point, that's, that's sometimes the things that causes arguments and we, oh, re- yeah. but we know that now mm-hmm. we, we, we yeah. recognize that. And in the early days we had to learn that we had to experience it. We had to, we had to live it, but we had to be willing to work through it. And not take it like and not take it to heart and yeah. we did have to learn one of the big things and i think I've, I've talked about this before is that we had to learn how to separate like because we obviously we live together we're right. married you have to separate work and like love partnership time right <clears throat> right so yeah we don't we have to we had to learn how to like it really do that back to sex <laughs> yes it does i love it at the end of the day yeah see so you it speak our language back to sex <laughs> see for me it, um one of the one of the things that i think of and i know it's kind of like a buzzword now in corporate um in the corporate world but a lot of people are, yeah. are using this in their home life and that's the concept of radical candor uh, and we have an a we have an agreement and it doesn't always it doesn't always hold up sometimes, you know, you get a little heated about something, but it all works out. And, uh, but, but understanding that you're allowed to tell the other person that they're doing something, they're screwing up. Definitely. Oh yeah. And they're not going to get upset about it. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look at this. Take, take a beat and, and see what I'm doing. And maybe in, you know, maybe they're not screwing up and I just think maybe I just think she's screwing up. You know, yeah, but the challenge becomes the language of how you correct. say it. You don't I'm say there. screwing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm raw. I'm raw. So sometimes I'm like, oops, I'm a little too raw. I, I will be a little raw sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Right. And our tender sensibilities, at least for me, tend to get in the way sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. You hurt my feelings a whole lot more than I hurt yours. No, that's the whole thing. <laughs> so subconscious. Like it's very, it's more cerebral. It's every, yes. like, I was like, ow, wow. You really just kicked me hard there. I think and, maybe, yeah. and maybe it's like a, a female thing. We just like, we know like how to like, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm. um, emotional ninjas. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Emotional ninjas. Yeah. Big and time. like, I've started to recognize like, when I feel that coming upon me, mm. be, I'm a little more aware of like, when that a moment in time is about to come, where I'm about to be an emotional ninja. And so do I. And I turn off. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's something I that you know. really There's have to learn. Where you know it's coming, and it's just like you know what. But that's the right. mindfulness. That's the process yeah. of mindfulness, and I and I know that in 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 the last few weeks, and and I I can't even because I think that for us we we don't hold on to things. At least I hope we don't. Right? We yeah. we've been very good about intentionally creating that communication. And, yes. and addressing the things and sort of moving forward with them. And, and, and one of the things that I noticed in the last few months, like normally, Julie of olden times would want to be right so badly and would want to oh, yeah. win. And, and 
he still will say that I'd like to have my last word, but I tend to really measure and really um, surf that feeling, right? That whole concept of surfing your urges and the urge to go yeah. af and, 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 and go after something. And it has uh, become really, really um, something that I'm working through. And I really, I see the urge to just snap back or say something or really, yeah. you know, go in and say the thing that, you know, it's going to, it's, it's going to hit the the mark. I, I can relate to that. That's like, like when you're saying that, I'm like, yes, I know that. I know mm. that feeling. I know that those moments. Yeah, I definitely do. I can, I've experienced that. I've lived that. Hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The one thing I have to say about working together is it's a whole different level of getting to know each other. I yes. would agree with that. In an, in an amazing way too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's been a very good experience so far for us. I couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else at this point. Hmm. And it's interesting because we still have to like partner with other people right. to kind of, you know, mm -hmm. get things done. But it's just, it's amazing that we found each other mm. at this level as well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's been, it's been great. And I, I think we've, evolved as uh, as a, a working relationship absolutely and, uh, we're yeah definitely we're, we're getting better you know i think there's always room for improvement but uh yeah i think we're doing great and, and so i'm I excited think about the new year to be honest the growth has yeah. been i mean it's it's nice to be able to share share those lessons with uh, your partner like mm -hmm. and to learn together yeah well and understand what you're learning because you're both going through it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like you can be at your two different jobs, learning stuff and changing and evolving, but mm -hmm. like maybe the partner doesn't really completely understand because they're not there for a nine to 12 hour day that mm -hmm. you're experiencing. So you're only getting it through kind of a, their perspective, their lens, you know? So it's nice to actually experience all the things that are kind of, affecting what right. the opinion is so you can really have clarity on understanding the situation because you know sometimes you it becomes it. broken telephone in the in the other situations where it's oh you know i didn't know this person did such and such right. now i understand <laughs> okay oh, what a cute baby that is this is dj yeah. our other family member yes yeah our family members are sleeping now because they were you uh, might have heard them fighting at the they beginning. were fighting at the beginning oh, they were okay. like we yeah, want to be just heard just playing but you know he just woke up from his nap oh what a cutie mm -hmm. so now yeah. i i do want to touch on 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 the art of mindful storytelling but before i do that there's something that you you said that i want to sort of uh pick up on before we move on to that is okay you said okay. that you discovered things about each other that surprised you could you name and maybe we'll do a round robin for the four of us. Is there something about your partner that you've discovered that surprised you? Just what's over the years, what surprised you about me? Um, oh my God, that's, that's a tough one because you're just living it. I so. would say I'll jump in then. Okay. And I don't know if it's, maybe it surprised me. I don't know if it surprised me. I would have been surprised if we didn't grow together. I think that would have been mm -hmm. more of the shock. Yeah. Kind of thing. So we yeah. started and we've gone through all these highs and lows and we're 
we're still intact. We're actually stronger than mm. we were at the beginning, I think. So maybe that's the surprise. So I, I don't love know. That. Your, I would say your immense resiliency. Mm. Okay. It's like, that's and I don't know if it's surprising, but like, I shouldn't be surprised because of like your experiences um, with your days when you were swimming and like, you're just like, but you constantly have like this immense amount of resilience that I don't like think most people, most humans have. That's a great compliment. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a constantly, and maybe that's part of why oh, like, I'm constantly have. surprised because, <laughs> because the, the industry he works in is so complicated yeah. and ingratiating. It's like, very oh. subjective. So yeah. And it's just like this. Yeah. And, and it's just and like a lot of no's before that. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's a very so, challenging and I'm just constantly he, the way he used to, the way he stands up show and be a role model in, in his industry to other people and the community that he's mm. built is like fascinating and inspiring to me there you go that's my i, I feel it. like i need a better you one you need a better one <laughs> uh, you know, i'm like okay well i would say <laughs> evolution of her what i've been impressed with mm. was exactly that person with no purpose at the beginning and here we are today she didn't become just some drunk housewife and us <laughs> having kids and just follow that formula. You right. know, she wants something out of the world mm. and that excites me and seeing that she still wants something and is constantly pivoting to find what excites her is really cool because a lot of people just give up. Yeah. Especially as you get older, you watch mm-hmm. it around you and especially in my community, uh, film and television and acting, and mm-hmm. because it's such a tough world, uh, it's really easy for people to get comfortable when they find something that might just even just pay the bills, but they're not willing to put in that kind of extra hard work that might not lead to Hollywood dreams, but, you know, it's still... right the path it's, you know like the there's no other path about to do it yeah, you're living in your it takes in your a lot sweet spot. to continue down that path and figure out you know what you're made of and find you know that thing that you are passionate about mm-hmm. find what's you know what's there along the way uh that excites you so it's been really cool watching her develop these skills and find like this mindfulness and, and compassionate uh, training and feeling and mantra and just all this stuff and just see her become happy because mm. she kind of excelled in her corporate life and she was unhappy. So, mm. and it takes like to go from a VP and just kind of shut the door on such a, you know, pretty big, well-paying job and right. kind of go after this dream is, yeah, it takes takes some uh, cojones. There you go. Now you realize yeah. that you both, at one point, said that you admire the resiliency that the other one has, and and yeah. and I think that that is a, such a strong quality for an organization. And obviously, you guys are co-owners of a company, and you're bringing that character trait into your organization. So you have created a strong value 
for for your company as a we, resilient company? We hope so. We 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 feel that yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I have very small crews that work on a lot mm-hmm. of projects that I that I built that are like you know because a lot of times you get you, you're doing proof of concepts for a right. pitch or something to Netflix or any of these bigger companies and you have to put something together mm-hmm. and you know when you have to do it from such a kind of uh smaller team aspect to have all these people be passionate and come together and kind of follow talking about the art of Michael this thing. oh shit <laughs> Okay, sorry. No, I thought we were talking no, about something else. No, it's all good. Else. I, I, I listen. I, I, I wanted to move into that conversation, but I think that it's. Yeah. it's all oh, good. okay. Sorry, I didn't get the cue. <laughs> all right, so yeah. I, I, I you're kidding my knee, and it was like your, your wife has you. All That's right. all right. I was trying to wrap it up. No, it's all Anyways, good. Sorry, cut that out. No, we won't cut it out. I like where you were going. I think that, and and I think that 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 work ethic though for what you're doing for you for your outside job. It's something that you're probably carrying into into your partnership with Jen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So tell yeah. us about the art of mindful storytelling. Yes. And I've hey, heard about it, but Dan, let's, you know, Dan is new to this and I want, and I didn't want to share much information because I wanted him to hear it from you. And because I certainly wouldn't do it justice, although I want to tell people about it. And well, this I, is, I am on your page. This is, oh, <laughs> you're on the website. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. It's interesting that you're talking about like when you kind of looped in the conversation about resiliency and what you were asking us, which what I thought was a, uh, honestly like a really great question. Um, I, we're actually kind of re looking at on that kind of front page about who we speak to and the customer that we Mm. connect with. We're kind of almost rethinking that a little bit because we've gone back to thinking about the emotions and the, you know, how we're connecting with our customers. So you'll see, you'll see some of that coming through, Okay, but, um, we are really looking to teach entrepreneurs or mindful business leaders how to level up their brand and business by building a mindful mindset and mastering their storytelling. And so it's really like um, something near and dear to our hearts mm-hmm. because we've both been uh, storytellers for over 20 years. Um, and it's something it. we really wanted to bring something forward from all of our experience to share with the world and um, in a way that we could, we felt we could, and we've partnered with, I think we have about 12 partners in the program as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we've built a 10 week program. And, and they're all contributing uh, modules as well awesome. as what we're uh, yeah. have put together as a program. So we're, we're getting that all kind of put together right now. We're running through our kind of pilot program in January to kind of iron out all the kinks Mm -hmm. and then we hope to officially launch uh, come the spring which uh yeah exciting it's very exciting we're just kind of yeah I love it uh, all this starts in January so yeah it's basically if you think about it in a nutshell it's like how do you make your brand marketing and mindset program all in one to make it easy and simple and um, so that's the that's the idea behind it, and um, it's a certification program, and we're really like we're really excited. That's I, amazing because it, that's what I think stops a lot of people. It, it, yes, you know, it's we, like how do I do this? March, so it's a long process if you want to do it properly. Mm. So yeah, it definitely. I think you're right though. It does stop a lot of people. I think people are like, 
find marketing and branding um, mm-hmm. a confusing, um, complicated process that so they kind of get paralysis around it. Um, and so we hope that we can help people move past the paralysis into confident mm-hmm. and feeling like they can become the master of those those domains confident. in their business. Confident is a good word. Like Confidence it. speaks my language for sure. <laughs> it does, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Absolutely. That's your world. That's your jam. That's my jam. I I want to know, so when someone is going through the process and, and what do you hope or what is your goal for individuals or, or business partners who are going through the process to accomplish and what will they in turn be able to achieve in taking part in your program? Uh, absolutely. So- Basically, there's there's probably two types of people that are going to come into this program. They're either going to be an established uh, business leader mm-hmm. who's really like uh, kind of rethinking. They've recognized the market's changed. They're they're struggling with their business right now, and they're really they really need to start thinking about doing things differently. So that uh, type of uh, individual is likely going to be coming out of the program feeling like they're leveling up their business. They're mm-hmm. ready to scale. They've revisited their entire brand strategy and they feel like they've, um, they're ready to execute on their marketing with confidence and a stronger power of voice and connecting to their customers again. Mm-hmm. So, and that will definitely drive sales and profitability in their business. That's awesome. So I think that's like the one group. And then the, the other group is what I call scaling or growing business leaders. Mm-hmm. And that can be um, entrepreneurs who are kind of in the second phase of building their business. They've, they've gone past the first phase, which is the sales, sales psychology phase. Right. And they're now ready to accept brand and marketing. They're ready for that next step. Um, or they could be somebody in a corporation who's wearing two hats and um, is trying to get into that transition. And they know they need the support to get through the brand and marketing piece. Um, and so we're, we're there to really assist them through that process. Mm-hmm. And again, that's really about building confidence and reducing stress by providing time savings and cost savings. So you're in one program, like it's almost like an right. all in one, and you're really getting the confidence you need to be able to share your story and your brand purpose with the world. And then by that, you're, you're basically driving your profit and getting sales. I, I really like the idea. And one of the things that really speaks to me about this is because I, I and in working, you know, for instance, with some of my clients are um, people who are, are defining themselves out in the business world, or may, they may not necessarily be an entrepreneur, maybe someone in a career path and is trying to climb the corporate ladder or make shifts for themselves. And what I find is that um, we are live in a world in which we're so connected that we don't necessarily separate our private from professional life anymore it's all really uh, integrated yeah. and yeah. people have to have a personal brand and I'm a big proponent that you are your own brand whether you are an entrepreneur or you're in the business world or you're in a career path and you have to really be able to define how you're going to curate the story that you're telling the outside world and that's I think right. that this, this is a little bit of what you're doing. So I think that yes, it's, it's definitely. so and that's necessary. A, lo- a lot of the, I'm going to say that the part that we want to help people really clarify is how to um, build that personal brand. But mm-hmm. if you're, you're a brand and your brand is your business, 
how do you make sure that that is um, really supporting your personal voice, but really your business voice as well, and when to separate the two. Okay. So how how does someone, for instance, that is a, um, a creator, um, and, and we have a lot of creators out there right now, and the, our world is be, becoming more of that creative force in which people are putting out a lot of content. How does someone who is a creative creator <laughs> go out and separate from what they do and what they create or who they are? Or is there such a thing as, as separating that? So it depends on the type of business. I mean, you can you can jump in here too, Courtney. Yeah, I, you know, it also depends how serious yeah. creator you are like are you is this your a values mm. is this something you want to make a living at are you willing to risk it all you got to ask yourself really big questions on kind of what type of creator you want to be and yeah everyone feels like a creator right now because they have an iphone and they can point a video camera and they can talk and they can do all these amazing things with their apps and, and stuff like that. But the core thing is you need to understand why you want to create. Mm. And I think that is what's getting kind of lost in the shuffle when it comes to business. Like, I think we all would love to work for ourselves, you know, right. It's I'm a, a sexy great boss. idea, you know, but, uh, it's it's not something we can necessarily just do, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a good. I think it's a good point. I think I think the why part come is part of what we talk about in brand strategy. Mm-hmm. Is you really want to cultivate and understand your why, and when you start to understand your why, which goes back to also understanding your values and what you stand for, mm-hmm. it really helps to clarify and. It really roots you back to how you communicate, so that really crystallizes your pur- your overarching purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And so that really um, solidifies how you identify with your audience and your customers, and, and what that you want to create, and where it makes sense, where it's going to make sense. Because some people, it really makes sense for mm-hmm. you as an individual because of your values and your why to be to be your brand and to be out there personally and professionally mm-hmm. as a brand. Some people it absolutely does not and they need to separate and they have to have everything completely separate. But it until you really understand that and where you want to go, so your your brand strategy locked into your mission, your vision, your values and your why, it's hard to make a call. Um, a, yeah. I'm going to say a professional call on that just out of the gate. Yeah, there's a real psychology to it. Yeah. You know? and, and people, I think, struggle with that, you know, the asking themselves all these questions, thinking about it a little more than, you know, the norm. Mm-hmm. So it's just a passing fad. So it's just really understanding if this is what you want to do. And then it's what I think we're hoping to do with our program is to give people tools to figure that out if if they're serious you know so yeah 
you're creating uh, you're creating something that is so vastly missing, I think, from all of the different programs that are out there for professionals and for, for entrepreneurs. And I think that they're, you're going to fill a void. So I'm, I'm truly excited to see this because Thank you. Um, Thank you. storytelling is something that we do all the time, but I don't, I don't believe that we're doing it from that lens that, that you are creating. And you're creating the support system so that people who are navigating this new era, right? And what the world is becoming, they're doing it in a way that is going to serve them and help them be the best version of themselves. So. We're hoping to inspire some people. And I think that's kind of the root of why you, you would yeah. even do something like this. I don't know. It's just that's like so great. And, and, you know, helping people. We hope so. Uh, we yeah. hope that it'll help a lot of people and create more storytellers. There's so many stories to share. I yeah. am a proponent of sharing stories. This is why I have a podcast. I believe that everybody I has a story that um, if we don't create the opportunities to share the common experiences that we have, then we are missing out on the richness and the things that really bind us together and the things that really create um, a commonality. And and I think that we we live in a world that wants to focus on our differences so much. So I know, I yeah. know, I hear you on that. Yes. Yeah. Well, if it, I had a glass, I'd cheers you. Well, yes. I, I'm drinking. I'm drinking something called Moonbeam. It's my new uh, adaptogen uh, little pep me up. I'm trying to give up caffeine after 12 o'clock. Did you make up that word? No, congratulations. That's a, that's a good thing to, to challenge yourself with. Well, because I haven't been sleeping very well, even though, you know, I try. Oh. Yeah. It's interesting as you get older, the just sleep. Everything, the little things yeah, the make little such a things. big difference, you know, know, like, yeah, yeah. I know. So. I, I want to start to wrap up, but as, again, you guys have been so gracious with your time and generous to really sharing your experiences, but tell us from a perspective of someone that has, you, you've been married longer than we have. We've only been married eight years. And Congratulations. We, thank you. It's going to be nine. Nine? Yes, nine. Yes. Although we've known each other for a very long time. Known so. each other since... We were in our early 20s. 1990? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you That's told me we I would be married. To, we weren't together. We weren't together. <laughs> no, no intention of. We were meant to be. So. That's, you know. There's it's, a story there. There's a story yeah, there, there though. There's a huge story. But, you know, we won't get into that today. That's that's for the paid membership of the podcast. Perfect. <laughs> time, uh, time for the Patreon. That's right. Come, come join the paid page and then you can listen to the story. Love it. Love it. Um, tell us one piece of advice that you would g give us as a couple working together and maybe some of the people who don't work together with their spouse, but one thing that helps to make you more successful and binds you together as you go forward with a common purpose as a couple. Put this toilet seat down. Mm. Mm -hmm. He does. He's pretty good at that. Right. <laughs> that's, uh... your, that's your power and nice. <laughs> That's part of it. I figured you'd fill in while I think about it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go for it. So I think the biggest thing, I was going to say it's the, maybe one of the biggest things that I've learned over the years is quite simple. And it's really about stopping before I speak and listening first. Mm. Great lesson. Yeah. 
um, because I tend to be, and many, I think many people are, is I'm a reactor. Yeah. Too. I'm a power reactor. And yeah. we both are. We yeah. both are. And I think we've both learned over the years that there's power in observation and there's power in, in listening. Yeah. Oh, power and observation. Not going to bed angry. Not going to bed oh, yeah. angry. We never go to bed angry. Yeah. yeah. That's not allowed in this house. No, like we'll yell it out until like, you know. Yeah. So there's no, we go, we, we sleep together every night. Yeah, we do too. There's been, I think maybe one time in the eight years that he decided he's like, oh, I'm not sleeping here. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then he went and then like 10 minutes later. Did I make that voice? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was, it was exactly like that, right? (laughs) I've done that a few times, but uh, yeah. He he came back and we talked it out and, you know, did the the thing. So it was all, it's all good. Yeah. That's, I think that's the other one is. Just don't, don't ever go to bed mad. No. Yeah. No. So not worth it. It's right. not, not at all. No. So it, and you, you realize these things are very heady mm-hmm. in the end, you know? In so the end, yeah. But sure. then you know you're with the right person because if you weren't, then these kind of feelings would, you know, stew and, and right. stay with you and, and anger you on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. I'm just going to add one more thing. Oh. Go for I, it. Yeah. Sorry. Something that so seems seems like easy, but I think is really difficult for for a lot of couples is no lie is worth it. Mm. Mm, So true. Yeah. So I know for a lot of couples and partnerships out there, Mm -hmm. um, and I because I hear it from other people, and I hear Mm. it I hear it from even clients of mine that um, that they're not necessarily they don't believe in the power of honesty. Mm. and honesty has served us like yeah. in, in measures of abundance. Right. Yeah. And no matter how much it hurts and no matter um, how fearful it can, and it can make you feel mm-hmm. um, it serves, it serves so much better than dishonesty. That's the only other yeah, thing. I, I, I think that you're absolutely right. And I think that that's one yeah. of the lessons in, uh, you know, when you're with the right person, honesty yeah. may be difficult and all, not, and not so much because you want to be dishonest, but I think that there's some yeah. truths that carry shame along with oh, it. Oh, yes. And if you're shame. able to bury your soul to yeah. the right person and have that, you know, sort of be naked in essence in front of this person in every shape way or form then um it brings you together and and um yeah keep lying that's the thing like if if people are lying it just gets easier and easier to lie and it just causes more and more more problems problems. right yeah Yeah, that's it if lying to share with us do you want to share something a tip with us do you have something do i have something okay so i i um i'm a big proponent of having rules of engagement and and Dan and and I don't call them rules of engagement at home but I have protocols for the home that I feel that tend to at times facilitate processes and he's he's the process oh, guy right what like a chore list is that what you mean no just certain things that that make the life work better i think she she hides the chore list under the title protocols yes Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just a fancy word. 
Yeah, but I think that... something you have to, like, check a box? Like, no, he doesn't have to check or... the box, but there's certain things, right? Because I think that when, for me, and, and this is part of my neurosis, right? There's certain things... Yeah, go ahead. So the, it's more it's more like knowing knowing the little things that makes the other person happy. Right. And okay. those become the protocols. Right, those become the so protocols. We joke right? about That's it. True. You know, we joke about the protocols and stuff, and, you know, like, the sock on the floor... That's not uh, yeah. So it's yeah. So it's just, but it's that's being like being aware of. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm so anal when it comes to cleaning and things put away. Well, and she I leaves socks everywhere. Wow. All the time, a mess. Yeah, I'm sure everywhere. Everything is up. Mm-hmm. Just like a drawer <laughs> gets open, it gets left open. You, Marie Kondo. I mean, it's. You, yeah. You, oh my God. Have more, That's my only. Yeah. I. Yeah. Guys, me. Yeah. Cuckoo. But, yeah. But. Yeah. There's certain. You know. But the thing is, we've learned each other's, and 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 this goes, I think, beyond that love language, right? But we've learned each other's things that, um, create yes. the peace. So I, oh, yeah. I, I make the bed every day. Well, when he makes the bed and he knows it's going to make me happy, oh, that makes my day for sure. And it's like special time, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I we we have those as well. Like when I actually do the dishes, that's like a big deal. Oh my god! <laughs> is, yeah. yeah, there you go. It's a gift. Fantastic. But yeah, yeah it's I the love little it. things. Right? Even though they are they are little things. They are they're though. Huge. They're little things, but they just they're game changers. Yes. Huge. And once I've trained her to do it the way that I like it, <laughs> I'll be very excited. Trained me. You heard that. That no, was, that like was live. Things. That's live to air, guys. That is that was live just, to air. <laughs> I, there's this spray technique after things are done where you wipe everything down that we're not quite there yet. We don't need the details. Well, but, but here's yeah. the thing. Like there's certain <laughs> things that when you can't train them, then you just do it yourself because it's easier to do it yourself, oh, right? I, I do it I mean, I'm talking in generals. I'm not talking about you two, but I'm just saying, right? Oh. Yeah, we're just we're just talking generally, generally, generally for the right? benefit of everybody. <laughs> that's right. If you if you for some reason you know that's not a lesson that has been learned yet, don't get caught up in the lesson not being learned. Just move on, and you have the control. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or it will never get done. So, right. Yeah. If you like towels fold in a certain way, then you go out and fold those towels because it means something to you. Right. I feel like our lists are coming out. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Our rules of engagement. Right. Our rules of engagement. Yeah. yeah so. That's terrific. You guys, we could talk to you all night. And we so appreciate you for being here. Welcome to Casa de Confidence again. It's been a pleasure. We have to visit Thank in person you. when we yeah. can. Who knows? Don't, don't forget yeah. to send me the link for the uh oh, documentary yeah. oh yeah for sure yeah we will do that, that. yeah mm-hmm. no problem so yeah. if you were going to tell somebody who uh who has never listened to electronic music before what to listen to who to listen to or um whatever if they wanted if you wanted them to listen to it and like it what would you tell them uh well as i've grown and what i love doing work to is uh, Deep House because it's kind of got a little more mm. uh, soul mm-hmm. to it. And I'm like, it's yeah. Just a lot more 
So deep house ambiance. So people yeah. like uh, Sebastian Langier. Leger. Leger. Sorry, yeah. I pronounced that wrong. But Lee Burridge is good too. Lee Burridge is great. Rufus DeSol. Rufus DeSol. They got a it's great got sound. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you just. Well, Mark Farina's old. Well, that's Chicago House. Chicago that house. Has, that's not deep house. I know, but it's different. <laughs> it's just a different. Sound. yeah these are great so. recommendations we're going to put them all on the show notes so, so oh, that people nice. can check That's it out perfect. and then we'll give them the information and where they can find you and courtney you have an exciting project coming up people will check you out on that as well so you'll have to give us that information so they yeah, can uh, follow sure. you and um coming up which yeah you're all on the socials as well right yes perfect yes. So, all right yeah terrific so, well, thank you for coming. Thank you for Thanks, coming, guys. you guys. Yeah, you guys are the best, and we'll speak soon. All right? Okay. Have a good night. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my. I forgot how much fun we had talking to them. You know, I like participating in the uh, conversations. Maybe you should participate more often. This is, the, this is the second one I've participated in. Is it? Yeah. yeah number two. Number two. Well, you know number what two. maybe what we can do is as we create our content calendars, we mm-hmm. should... Um, Every month, we should have one interview that you participate in. How's that? Okay. But that means more demands of your time. More demands of my time. As if you were demanding enough as it is. What's wrong with being demanding? I guess nothing. Nothing at all. I'm just assertive and know what I want. (laughs) I knew the next word out of your mouth was going to be assertive. (laughs) (laughs) I should have a conversation with your sisters. See how assertive you were when you were a child. Listen, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Some people just have leadership skills. That's all. By the way, I have something to tell you that's going to break your heart. Okay, go ahead. I really hate this chair. (laughs) It's giving me a twitching back right now. Okay, so Julie went ahead and bought a chair, right? Yeah, and I did not sit on it. And she, she... purchase a chair well she wanted i want this chair so i went ahead and i clicked go on my paypal to buy it and then i thought about it the next day i i go and research the chair myself i usually research everything we buy mm-hmm. and i find it on amazon and on amazon i actually found it for approximately 40 percent less <laughs> so the lady we bought it from though she was on facebook uh uh, marketplace. marketplace and um it was brand new and it was brand new and and she looks like she's hustling to do a, a business and stuff and yeah. i'm like you know what support our women I, in their I, dreams i ask her and i'm like hey can you match prices or anything like she goes no i'm really we really can't mm-hmm. and so i said you know what i'm still going to support this woman and um go ahead and you know it's not that much more money rather than feeding the beast it was $40 more, not 40%. Just saying. That's about 40%, yeah. Because I did the math in my head. Anyway. Okay, well, I trust your um, math skills. Then. And anyway, so so she got the chair. And it was it's nice. It's pink. It's beautiful. It's she, pink. Like, I saw the thing, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how comfortable that thing's going to be. First of all, I won't be. sit in it because I think I'm above the weight limit for it. Oh my God! Don't say that. I am. I'm a big dude. So right. anyway, um, yeah. Now she doesn't like the chair. So it's not that I don't like it. It's very cute and. But it's not comfortable for you. Oh my God! Like, 
first of all, I can't lean, yeah, oh, lean back Don't on it. <laughs> I can't lean back on it. And then, like, when, when I'm sitting here for a long time, you I like. You can lean back. It's got a thing. No, like. It oh, it doesn't have it a thing. It doesn't have a thing. And then. All right. Well, yeah. we're going to have to look into it. All right. Maybe we'll just raffle this one. How's that? Can we raffle that? That might be illegal. Raffle it? It might be illegal. For charity, it's not. Well, surely at this point, people are bored out of their gourd. Bored out of their gore. Gourd. What is that? Gourd. What does that mean? Look, a pumpkin is a gourd. You never heard bored out of my gourd? No, never heard that. It just rhymes, so people have used it. Bored. In your neck of the woods, maybe. Not in my neck of the woods. (laughs) Well, do you you know what a gourd is? A pumpkin, you just told me. A pumpkin is a gourd, or those little decorative little mini... I use them for our tablescape. Yeah, those are gourds. Those are gourds. For our fall table. Those are gourds. Gotcha. Anyway. Anyway. I hope you enjoyed the interview, and I hope you enjoyed our little bonus episode. If you missed that, go back and watch that. Red, hot, Um, red, white, and chocolate. Red, white, and chocolate. Go listen. So, um, it's a great event that's coming up. When is it? it? It's February 25th. Oh, that's coming fast. I know. Ooh. Get your basket. Get your basket. The baskets. Are you in the baskets, right? Baskets are sold out. Oh, baskets are sold out. But you Sorry, can still people. attend. And but you can still attend. There's going to be lots of things that you can bid on because uh, we have wine baskets and all kinds of things that you can get. Mm-hmm. And so. you can have some meaningful time with other women and your time and effort and support will go to support other women in need. All right. Well, if you've made it this far. Thank you. Thank you. For being a loyal listener, don't forget to subscribe. Give us share. a review. Give us a review. And share us on the socials. Share us on the socials. You know what? Make a TikTok about us. Oh, my goodness. We must make a TikTok about us. TikTok till you don't stop. Mm. Go follow Dan How would TikTok, they? How people. would they make a TikTok about us? We've mm-hmm. not, we haven't made a TikTok about us. Oh my gosh, we need to make a TikTok about it. Maybe us. you should sit down and create a content calendar. Oh, all you right. should hire me People, as your business coach. Guys, I would help you create a content calendar I'm for your sure social you media. Would. Hey, I'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to go confidently in the direction of your dreams. I love you, Daniel. Love you too. Thanks for joining us this week on the Casa de Confidence podcast with Julie DeLuca Collins. Remember to check her out on Instagram and Facebook and always click subscribe to catch every new episode. Remember, leave a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. And as always, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Hi, everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey, and I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only Purposeful You Mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all, but the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve 
long-term success for your business, push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly. Julie's Mastermind.